You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You found Atomic Android Radio. I wouldn't have needed to. If you, if you well, I was, I was just trying to help you out. I was, I was trying to be a good friend for you later. Why don't, why don't we just let out a big scream? All right, I got you. Tell me if it cuts out. Hello and welcome to In Universe, where we talk the ins and outs of our favorite fictional universes. I'm Adam. <laughs> and today we're talking season three, the finale of Barry. Okay, I got to let people know. I got to be an epic show, because we're going to sound insane. So uh, we, we were been kind of struggling to get through this intro as we do. Uh, and I'll then probably we had... leave the begin- that first few seconds in. <laughs> we we had it. We had we had a bit of a uh, of a conversation about like you know you're supposed to clap make a loud noise so when you like know when to like you actually start recording go cut it out all that kind of shit and then talking about whether or not like we should make it different or not so he Adam suggested one of us just scream and uh, I, I I let out maybe the most realistic terror I mean, like maybe <laughs> ever have. And it was just like, it's such a so short much like a like a like a stock sound effect <laughs> of a scream. It sounded so much like that one that's in the end of one of the episodes. I honestly forget which one. Um, I think the Halloween one, the one yeah, that one happened the, on Halloween. One of the Halloween episodes. Um, <laughs> and it sounded so much like that one, where it was just a short, like high pitched scream. That ends very abruptly. It's it's very funny. Anyways, we're talking about Barry. We're talking about Barry. Yeah, uh, we um, we watched the new season, baby. See, I want to do the the intro joke again, but one, don't do it twice. Two, uh, this one's silent, and it wouldn't really convey that. Um. Yeah, but just do it. So when we're talking about now, when you say you're not going to do it, it would have already been done. And that's pretty funny, especially uh, if you leave this whole bit in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we finished uh, Barry. It just wrapped up relatively 
recently. Yeah, it was like a couple like days a ago. ago. Yeah, last almost. I don't know. Anyway, it was Sunday. The last episode yeah. went up Sunday. It's like Wednesday now. Just so you guys. Yeah, just so you know guys know. Hey, look, we're recording this one earlier. Usually we do this like the, the Sunday night. night. Yeah, Sunday night. <laughs> Monday morning. I mean, we don't mean to. It just sort of happens like that. Um. So yeah, we, we just finished Barry and this season of my what is ostensibly from screaming my like chest and my throat i like feel like a lot of pain i might have tore something i hope you didn't i hope you don't start coughing up blood because you tore your esophagus that'd be good but yeah this season um, uh yeah on what is ostensibly a comedy show is some of the the most oh tense fucking God. television yeah, I've guess ever we'll seen. Yeah, I guess we'll talk about that because... Spoilers, um, by the way. It'll be in the title, yeah, but spoilers. spoilers. for sure. Um, fuck, it's, it's kind of hard to talk about this se- season um, because, like, the rest of the show, it's like, oh, it's so funny. There's so much fun. And this season is funny. Yeah, there are but jokes, just less. I've never had a show, like build up so much like tensity and stress uh, like as much as this show did and this show maybe did the meanest thing a show has ever done yeah did that so well and then never gave you the relief and that was fucked up that really like it, yeah like uh, messed with bill haters an basically yeah bill fuck you bill hater fuck like, we you love for being so fucking good at your job that it's he's, me he's genuinely super talented too yeah, like, i've like, always liked bill hater but i never really saw him as like a, a force yeah i always i i always thought i was i was I always thought <laughs> Bill Hader was like a funny guy. He's a like, funny oh, guy. He's funny. a decent actor, it. but like, like what, what did I know him from prior to this? It would be like super bad, where he's that cop yeah, that's really he, funny. He, he pops up. Yeah, he's like a character actor. So yeah, he was in SNL, but I never watched much of that. Right, um, right. Yeah, but uh, the um, what you say video from Would snl maybe the funniest thing SNL's yeah. ever put out um so like i didn't have much and and we mentioned this on the very season one and two episode but I, i'd never had like a strong oh this guy is like really really good mm-hmm. feeling before but uh ever since barry and and he really gets to step it up here in season three um he's incredible he's genuinely an amazing actor director writer, writer. Director. He's, he's the whole gambit he's the full package baby he's he's amazing this is it's just surprising how and, good he is at this. and it's surprising because he's he's not a one-trick pony like some people even amazing directors kind of only do the one thing yeah like when barry started off like you could be like, oh, he is really good at comedy. Right, he's he's very funny, and the show is a great showcase for acting. Mm-hmm. And that 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 was like all it really was. Um, and then you get some good action sequences, which are um, not the easiest thing in the world to direct. Oh I mean, yeah, no, they're not. Other m- movies and like directors who are generally great at other things often struggle when it comes to making mm-hmm. action legible and interesting yeah um but i don't think hater really does he's he's great at it i mean 
it's more in season two, but even just the short season one bit where he kills the Chechen goons after they kill Ryan. It's great. It's economical. Oh, yeah. There's like no cuts that really need to be there. It's it's awesome. And it's all different kinds of action too. Right. Like it's right. great at the shootout type actions where like him and um Ronnie, right? No, not Ronnie. Um the Taylor? Trev Taylor. Yeah, hit, like them moving through like a stash house and taking out guys like like very militaristically. He's good at the hand-to-hand stuff because how like fucking realistic it is. Right. And it's, like, it's, it's not always like too like and and um it, yeah, it's not too choreographed, or at least it doesn't feel that yeah, way. Even even when you have one of the participants being like a full-fledged full right. trained martial medal artist. winning taekwondo. Yeah. He he still like there are certain points where it's clear he knows taekwondo, but he still fights like any guy. Yeah, he fights like a into human a street being. guy. Yeah. Um, um and then uh just this season, there is oh, like that maybe one of the best on the chase freeway? scenes. That was insane. Yeah. Like what is <laughs> funny <laughs> when he's going down the guy, the bike is going down the freeway. Hand up. <laughs> he yells hand off. He tries to give him the guts. Knocks, <laughs> knocks the gun out of his hand and swerves out and crashes. It's so funny. And then like so fucking good. What what's great is that scene can be both tense and the the pure absurdity of it makes it mm-hmm. hilarious. Like like there's one of the very first things where they pull up to the side of him in the car. You're like, shit, is this the guy? <laughs> yeah, this is the they're, guy. They're clearly holding up a photo on their yeah. phone. They're like, oh. to and they're the like guy. oh, I guess it's the guy. What should we do? And they're like, I'll shoot him. And then the bear's like, oh fuck. And yeah. He gets in it and sets the whole chase in motion. And then as he's doing that, like- he's or when it caps it off on the chase scene, when like there's like the uh, biker doing the fucking trial fusion thing on the, on that uh, <laughs> that like car dealership and drives up on the roof and like the owner of the dealership, you just see a Russian side guard. Not today. Not, Not today. today. <laughs> and he grabs a fucking shotgun and, <laughs> and fucking shoots her. Yeah, he starts fucking unloading a fucking gun. But like, uh, there's the scene I, I love. It's like one of the first bits of the actual action in that scene, where just a one of the dirt bike guys pulls out in front of a street, and tries to barricade the street just on his own with his little dirt bike, and like he's shooting at him, sure. But like, you can do that from the sidewalk, friends. Yeah, <laughs> you're not actually stopping him, and it's clear that, that he's not stopping him because Barry just hits him with a car. <laughs> so fucking good, it, like all the action. It's so absurd, but at the same time, so very like down to earth. And right, realistic. right. It's it's it's, it's so human. Balance. Is what it right, is. right. And there's a there's a desperation, and especially the hand to hand combat in Ronnie Lily. But like in general, when there's like a fight, it feels like oh yeah, this is like a fight. Like everybody in this is like oh no, I'm like this, I'm not confident. Like oh, I'm gonna win. This is this is a fight. I'm, I mm-hmm. might die here. Uh, and it, it rules like um, what is it uh, when uh, it's this great action scene that they do the insane thing and they do all of this expensive action and then barely show any of it when um, oh shit I'm, I'm blanking on his name the leader of the Chechen mob above Hank oh um, 
not Goron anymore. It's the new uh, guy, Al- Pizar. No, that's no. Goron Pizar. That's his name. Um, no, um, Al Al Alpha Al. No, it's something with an A. I think. I don't maybe. remember. The anyway. the leader of the of the Chechen mob at the time. He's got the elders on his phone. And he's like showing them their, their operation. And so he goes up to a parking structure to show them the full thing. And yeah, then the Bolivian. Trying, they're clearly not impressed by the like one building operation that he's got. Well, not even so, a building. It's like a couple of human yeah. tents. <laughs> so, so he's like, oh, let me show spot. you the whole thing. So he climbs up to a parking structure. And it's the same thing, but in a very empty lot. <laughs> and then uh, a Bolivian. Uh, cartel death squad and the police show up at the exact same time and they have this insane shootout with explosions and crashing cars and a suicide bomber yeah you see it at <laughs> such a distance where you can't you're not like really in the action you're just watching <laughs> it all play out it's fucking great it's it's incredible <laughs> and, he's, and he's he's watching it and he's like oh fuck I'm fucked. He just drops his phone. He and just all, all his the phone fucking the, the little fucking Chechen council or whatever. Yeah, the like, elders. What's going on right now? Yeah, crazy time shit show. <laughs> um, but like he goes from like great action, great comedy, to and uh, even in this one, he do like he like puts in his fucking like real like his fucking demo reel in for horror in this one. That's what I was just about to yeah. get to. Yeah, he. He really puts out just like a, a quick, hey, I'm I'm good at this. I could do horror if you let me. Yeah, and, and I think I think it might not be fair, uh, like to say, oh, he could do that anytime. But with part, definitely a huge part of it is how much we care. Yeah, and invested in how Hank. much, uh, like we like care about Noho Hank. I have never been so worried for a character's well-being in a show than I was in that moment. Where well, Noho Hank is in a fucking saw room, and he's yeah, like he's in a fucking up, dungeon. He, all he can't see anybody. He's completely alone. He could just hear the voices of his friends saying, like they're trying to plan to break out, and it's so confusing. And like the whole time, like, are they even there? Is this like psychological well, I, I, torture? I, I think or I said that to yeah. you when I first heard it. I was like, maybe, maybe they got a gun to his head, and they're just like, yeah, like tell him the shit or. Or they recorded it, it beforehand, and he's been dead for weeks. There. Like the like the fucking utter bafflement that Noho Hank is feeling. You're feeling the same thing. And then, then when then, they release that fucking monster into the room with yeah, him. they they put a fucking werewolf in the room. So they like <laughs> fucking you hear like these just fucking very monster like roars and starts bashing through a fucking yeah, wall. First you hear and you can hear the wet bone tearing noises. And crunching as it eats his like friends. it had to have been like a panther or a lion it, yeah or it had to be like a jaguar like that's the only something. thing that makes the closest sense a, to a, it. maybe a bear no because it wasn't making bear it wasn't or... making bear I, well it wasn't making big cat noises either really it was i mean that's the closest noises. thing that it was yeah but like even a bear like what kind of bear is gonna start like it's like a, a bear is going to be more like slow and methodical, like big and heavy tearing through. That thing was like, like boom, that boom, thing felt like boom. Punching the yeah, wall. Yeah, that's anything. what I'm fucking saying. And, and like the fact that you don't see, you can't any, see it you at all. You don't even see you the aftermath. See, you don't even see a shadow in the room cross over that little threshold while it's breaking or after he shoots it. It's just 
nothing. Yeah, and it's and insane. Like, so like, the only thing you can really hear besides the monster is one Bolivian guy just absolutely cackling, losing his mind. Yeah, and it, this you is hear funny. the fucking screams of terror. And you don't see Until any you of don't it anymore. <laughs> yeah, the cl- all the only visuals you get is someone like makes their way to it in front of the door of his cell. Yeah, clearly vomits, they see the whatever's happening. Chunkly vomits on the ground, and that very was green cool. vomit too. What is this guy eating? Uh, just Mountain Dew Kickstart. Heaps of Mountain Dew Kickstart. Um, for this audio medium. Um, but like you don't see any of it, and it's and that's part of the thing I was talking. Part about. of what sells of all it the tension, hard. yeah, is a thing. A thing in the horror movie is is like the build of tension and the release, and it's so fucked up not to give you that release. Right, right. Like, and like it's, it's a big and, thing and with that's horror like a, stuff. Yeah, that's a small stepping stone, and of like that feeling you get, and then the show just fucking rockets it to eleven. Yeah, the that was just time, like a little bit of foreshadowing i guess but um part of what really sells the horror in that scene before we move on to the other part that really sells the horror because it's <laughs> fucked up to watch um is anthony kerrigan's like performance during that he he looks like he's terrified for his, oh, his yeah. entire he, life he looks like he just saw a fucking like vampire leap out of the fucking his... darkness and swoop up a guy <laughs> He's an amazing actor. The The amount of terror and, like, desperate, without a single word, like, oh, I need to do something or I'm dead. Especially the amount of, like, like emotional facial acting he could do is even more impressive given the fact he doesn't have eyebrows. Right, right. <laughs> but, like, he's so, it's like his entire face changed when he was, he was all teeth and forehead. And, yeah. And his whole face went red. Up. He yeah. was just um and it, i do enjoy them giving that option that opportunity of like oh uh, no ho hank uh you're kind of like a non-action not threatening like force and it's like all right well uh, it's either throw some stones or die because the guy open he tears out of his uh handcuffs a guy comes in to check on him he beats that guy down takes his gun and just unloads into the monster across the wall and he's he's moving through this like lavish like mansion like in yeah you have no idea what's going on because that just happens and during that like the lights keep like shifting in and out and it's the very end of it like it doesn't really happen until the monster's dead he's standing there he's like who and then you hear the like and the lights start flickering he's like okay all right and then like you start questioning like like is this all like in his head is it like a very elaborate psychological right is barry about to introduce a weird supernatural uh, like (laughs) element for like out of nowhere is this all totally yeah and And then he's he's moving through this house and um it it feels like uh i think you said it during it like a resident evil game oh yeah there's these portraits of crystal ball and his family there's like it's this uh, like ornate building and the lights just keep going and shimmering in and out and then yeah and i think i clocked it first yeah that that built so much tension for us like horror movie type right right like like if there was an actual jump scare i might have actually 
screamed. Yeah, that when we saw something fucked up, we were actually like worried about it. Or like <laughs> you, I think you yelled, "What the fuck is that?" And I yelled, "It's a flat man." Right. <laughs> Because as no Hank, and it's this, it's this great in camera work too. Mm-hmm. Like like they didn't CG that, as far as I'm aware. That's just like they used in camera techniques. And it's this guy, or at the time, you're not even sure what it is. It looks like a fucking horrible it legitimately, demon. Yeah, it legitimately looks like someone like made like a flat like a statue or something. Like some of those like new modern art statues where it's like very faceless form right but right, you can tell right. It's a minimalistic person. kind of person. yeah it looked like there was like a flat person like that like a just skinny two-dimensional dance in the night just away fucking man weirdly shifting dancing because all you see is the silhouette and the way the shadows dance off yeah the way the shadows and the light what you're fucking what? my brain at. couldn't process it it was damn near uncanny valley my brain was like i recognize that it's a mostly human shape but it's it fucked looks up. fucked up and and like when you see that and you see like Hank clock it and start moving towards it, I was terrified. I was genuinely like, well, this yeah, is fucked up. I'm, we, I'm not what, okay. What fucking horror movie do you feel that like worried about it when your protagonist is holding like a fucking rifle? Yeah, like, like it, that. He's got like a fucking assault weapon or something. Yeah. Like that. And he's just and he's moving through and like he's just killed a man and what any, should be way more scary is some fucking monster, a yeah. werewolf on the other end. <laughs> any other time, if that ever happened in a horror movie, you f- would feel no tension at all because, like, well, he's got a fucking gun. Nothing's going to be a Right, he's got him. a fucking gun and he he just ki- killed something very clearly more threatening. But it, it's the the absolute just uncanny nature of it. It, it it fuck it's fucked up yeah like for days after we watched it i was i would be sitting here and be like hmm. and I, that scene would just pop into my head yeah, uh it's eventually really it's revealed that that's up. just some guy dancing yeah it's just some guy dancing and the lights are because uh Ball is trying very take a step up from pray the gay away yeah uh, talk about conversion hard. therapy elena um, is trying to force or cure Cristobal of his um, homosexual tendencies by electrocuting him if he gets aroused. She has a very horny guy or whatever just like sexually dancing in front of him and I guess I don't know how she's telling maybe he gets an erection or whatever maybe or maybe she just feels like he's he's staring in the wrong way or whatever she just fucking fries him and it and it's not like he's she's got his nuts to uh, clamp to a car battery. She's like he's like genuinely in an like electrotherapy yeah. electric chair, and she's just frying him. Um, and then uh, one thing I love it's it comes up a lot in the Sopranos, where um, for that sort of realistic edge to the series, main or like big antagonistic feeling characters are still just people and they die mm-hmm. pretty anticlimactically. And then something that carries over here when Hank just shoots her in the head in the middle of it, like she gets this whole intro thing and she's like a big sort of unseen force. Mm-hmm. And she just fucking dies because she's still just a person. Yeah. And then no. he shoots dancing guy for good measure, I guess. Yeah, I think he shot him first and then her. Oh, I could have sworn he shot her first because he's unarmed and mostly naked. 
And I'm pretty sure I heard because he was by the piano. Piano noise after. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe. But um, regardless, he just shoots them both dead yeah. and rescues Cristobal. I've seen some stuff online suggest that Cristobal might just be dead or close to it when he's hugging him there. Um, and that that's only like one of the plots of this season. That's yeah, that was like barely even a plot. It was just like a like i don't even want to call it a b plot it was more like a c plot yeah it was just like, like it a, was just something that was also happening but it it carried so much fucking weight um what are the other plots that are, are really important this season it's sally and her show and the yeah after the sudden rise she got at the end of season two uh in macbeth shakespeare style she hits rock bottom pretty hard yeah pretty quickly i've been waiting for that the whole season uh look i didn't want her to see her get like fucking strangled to death yeah that was so fucked up yeah so that's another that was fucking visceral that that is that and the noho hank uh thing are such good examples of how good all the like acting without any words is in this season right like you can tell everybody in the season is like so fucked up on just the way they look and how they hold themselves. Right. Like, in their Even face. when they're trying not to, everybody's got such a tired energy to them. Yeah, it's so fucked up. Like Gene Cousinow at the beginning of this, like he just looks like he's in a fucking pit of despair. Like Barry, the same thing. Like the, oh, the yeah. whole the barry first is, thing you see of barry he looks awful barry looks awful from the get and he doesn't get he any. doesn't get better like at all that's what i was waiting for at the beginning of this fucking um, season yeah uh, um, it's, it's freshest on our mind so that's why we kind of started with it but the beginning of the season is amazing too like uh when gene kuis now in a resolution to the ending that kind of cliffhanger at the end of season two's finale uh where he knows barry killed moss and he's going to get try to get revenge. So he brings his, his stage gun and has Barry sit in the office and he's going to shoot him. He's going to he, kill Barry. He's going to kill Barry. Like he, he's worked himself up to the point where he's finally going to do it. And he pulls out the gun and because it's a stage gun yeah, that's been no, sitting in a box he, under his bed he for leaves it. He doesn't years. pull out the gun. He leaves it under the oh, desk. Yeah, you're right. And, and all and you he, hear is the sound of all the fucking bullets dropping You hear, you hear the cylinder yeah. just drop out and bullets <laughs> shamble out of it. And and the look on his face is like, oh. Yeah, he, he, the look on his face when he's like, oh, I'm fucked. And Barry looks down as the fucking cylinder rolls out and hits his foot. And, and that, that's a great example of that blending of funny because when the thing, his gun falls apart, that's funny. Yeah. It, it fucking funny. kills me when I saw it. And then Barry lunging at him over the desk. Fucking fucked up. Yeah, it's so fucked. It goes, it's yeah. a mood whiplash. It goes from like, ha. <laughs> what an incompetent oh holy shit he's gonna fucking tear that man to pieces yeah, uh, and he's but, got him um, on his knees with a gun to his head barry goes to some dark places this season yeah but uh what i was trying to get to uh about that about how fucked up everybody looks in the face 
there's a moment where right after Sally gets strangled like that. Oh, yeah. Where, like, the camera fucking, it's, like, real tight on her. It doesn't cut away yeah, to Barry or whatever. Extreme close-up. And, like, Barry's, like, holding her face. She's sobbing. And, like, uh, you, Barry just keeps telling her, this is my fault. Yeah, Barry I did, did this. this. I did this. Yeah. Say it. Barry did this. Yeah. And, like, you could just see the shift in her face of, like, like goes from shock to acceptance to understanding. Right. And it's so fucking good. It's so, it's amazing. Just without a single word, without even much change in expression, even. That all of that emotion, all of that thought and processes is, is conveyed. In yeah, like and like a simple lip quiver, it's it's so subtle, and that's but it's fucking amazing. everywhere in this season. Like right, there's right. like when Barry's in like he's hallucinating, but it's like limbo or whatever. When uh, oh, yeah, when he's on that beach, yeah, when he's on the beach and he's like standing around everybody he killed and he turned uh, see his friend. Oh, what's his friend's Chris? name? Chris. Yeah, he gives him and, this fucking dorky ass like, oh hey, how you doing, Wave? And yeah. Chris. Chris looks at him like he's like a, how you'd respond to like a somebody you've never met before yeah. doing that. And, and I, it's like less, it's so subtle, but it's, it's a feeling of anger way more than if he turned and looked angry. It's like this, this pure, just fuck you, Barry. Yeah, kind of no, it's, it's insane how good the acting is. This it's season. so good. It's and like, it's so impressive how much of it is done without any words or right like that. Or, or there's um there's the b plot I, I guess i'd call that the b plot maybe henry winkler one of the plots of it is fuchs uh going around and telling all of the um the family the survivors oh yeah fuchs <laughs> Fucking I hate dark. Fuchs, man. Yeah, look, we we how much we hate Fuchs. Uh, like I love Stephen Root. He's doing much, so good here. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like I hate Sally, but she is. She's oh, fucking, Sarah, I forget yeah. her last name. Yeah, she's she's incredible. It, but yeah, it's they're so good at acting. It makes you hate looking at them, right? Because right. Like, this person's a piece of shit. Oh, um, which but, is unfortunate because there is that horror movie or whatever that has the actress who plays Sally in it. And I cannot, I've seen the trailer for that like twice. And every time, as soon as she's on screen, I'm like, oh, so is the, Sally's in this, huh? Yeah. It's, I can't separate stuff. the character from the actress. But yeah, how much, like how angry it was making me that Fuchs was starting to get a happy life. Oh like, yeah, outside. I was furious. And then like it, the universe hammering in into like his face of like, this is what I'm trying to give you. This yeah, walk away. you can walk away and be happy <laughs> and because it, it happens where he's he's happy. He's got someone he loves. He's like someone who loves him too, life. like genuinely. Yeah. And then he decides that he can't live with the fact that, that Barry, like, yeah, happy, Barry, which is not someone even. else, or that like somebody else means more to Barry than than he uh, does, than right? He does. And so he like goes off to get his revenge and he starts to and he like starts to like turn the people that Barry's like destroyed their lives of of like uh like everybody the families of the people he's killed or wronged or whatever and he starts to turn those people against Barry and then like he does it to uh one group it's the biker gang right it's uh their uh Taylor's Taylor's family. sister 
sister and the the other guy is i think supposed to be his brother yeah it's taylor's family or whatever and like he tries to do the same thing he tries to turn them against barry and they just shoot him dead and then like he's like out in the middle of the desert gonna die and like the fucking spirit of the west yeah, or whatever that's what we, oh, the first oh, thing we see is the shadow of you a see, cowboy yeah all the you silhouette hear is of a cowboy the jangling the fucking jingle jingle jangle <laughs> of the spurs and like a fucking silhouette of a guy like just a cowboy and <laughs> and it's the thing that uh i thought they were gonna just own only show this guy that would have been great if, if they never showed who saved him all it was was this fucking ghost cowboy or whatever oh but there is some pretty good moments oh uh, it's so funny when they do like show who it is and everything and it's like this dad with a daughter and like they, he starts to live basically the same happy life again right right he, he's um, like uh word for word oh yeah he went he went from and... goat farmer to rancher where they also are, have goats. the exact yeah. same thing um and like it's so funny he's in the the truck with the dad and they're having they're speaking like they're in a like gone yeah, with the no, wind the, <laughs> fuchs is clearly trying to do right that. right and, and, and the dad is just sort of naturally like that yeah he's naturally like that but he's trying to do the opposite sort of thing like instead of being like oh you're, you're like he's like he's doing like the classic like dad cowboy line where he's like oh you're good for my girl i think you treat her right he's like oh i think she wants to be boyfriends and girlfriends right right <laughs> And uh, so Fuchs is trying to respond by like trying to be the same. Like right. he's in a Western right he's there. He's like, like, you just done and said something right there, huh? He's like, the the dad is like, you were wrapped up with some some bad people, huh? He's like, <laughs> I was, I used to be. <laughs> yeah. Try not to be anymore. <laughs> and and it's so funny. And part of what makes it so funny is everybody in that scene is playing as straight as yeah, possible. Yeah, it's so not a not a smirk or, or a cheeky wink to the audience in in sight it's amazing how serious they're playing it and it makes it that much more funny yeah and then it, the dad comments the fucking spirit of the west comments on the situation happening that he's like you should listen to the universe yeah, and how like, blatantly obvious it's being like hey this is the path you should take right and right. then he just sees some coincidental fucking uh trash, trash on the of floor a newspaper, which happens yeah to be a uh, variety about article or barry and gene gusano and that makes him he's like listen to the universe <laughs> and uh, that, so that article is also hilarious by the way super funny for a throwaway scene where it's like psychotic man child saves veterans lives <laughs> um and he steals the guy's truck and just drives off <laughs> um and then Kusinow, uh has one Henry Winkler is just batting a hundred this season. He he's always been great. He was super fun in the first season, great in the second season, and then he plays like just destroyed man. Super yeah, well. he did real good at playing fucking narcissistic piece of shit. Right. Uh, the first two seasons, and he's- and then end of the second season, beginning of this one. He plays broken man just Yeah, great. Was, the second season leads into, like, actual good person of becoming, like, a happy guy. Right. That's making him a better person. And then he just becomes the shambles of a human being in this season. And he does so good at all these. He's got the right, whole fucking right. Thing. 
and and he he brings a genuine terror around Barry now in, in the beginning of this season where like it's clear he's he's absolutely terrified of this guy like he's he's so afraid he can barely do anything in Barry's presence at this point yeah and um, like, you see him fucking struggle to run away from Barry at points where he'll it's like the great scene where he jumps the fence and it's like uh oh this thing's <laughs> fucking 35 yeah, dogs. I, I th- I'm not sure if that's a like stereotype of like lesbians loving dogs. I think, I think everybody loves dogs. Well, yeah, yeah but funny. like there's like a thing where like lesbians own too many dogs or something like that. I'm I'm not too familiar with it, but they really step it up because it's usually like, oh, you have five or six dogs. You have way too Yeah, many but dogs. there's like a fucking horde <laughs> of dogs. Got, like, in I the think backyard. she says it's like 32 dogs. And and it's so funny. There's he's you see in the background him running away from these dogs and being <laughs> taken down by these dogs. And it's the two ladies in the in the kitchen just talking and they're like, like Marion, you had too many dogs. Yeah, they're talking like having like these. Like like a marriage, like a relationship, yeah. Not like a fight, but like a tough conversation. And you just see him getting fucking chased by heaps of dogs, and that's hilarious. But if you look at it through his point of view, he's trying to escape. Like imagine that in a horror movie, right? Imagine that in like a slasher movie where the like Jamie Lee Curtis is trying to, a a killer like the like the final girl or whatever survivor gets away from like their captor or like killer or whatever and they jump a fence and they just get fucking mauled by 30 fucking dogs that's a tear a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <laughs> One of them is biting onto him, so doesn't he take him with him? <laughs> and... And when he run, when he finally gets home, there's a dog running with him or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then like it's that's super funny. He opens the door. He's all torn up from the dog. That's also very funny. And then like the the fuck your heartbeat drops because he walks in and Barry's standing in his living room. Yeah, he's like sitting on the couch with his grandson. Right, right. And he, and he he's talking to him and he's like, "All right, I'll go with you. I'll go with you. Just just leave them alone." And Barry's like yeah you're going with me yeah you're you're struggling so hard to root for barry because he's just trying to make things right uh and And like like, the only way he understands yeah the only like path he can see and it's such a bad path it's it's so hard to root for him when he sits there and he threatens his grandson and he's like oh you're gonna let me help you or i'm going to like kill this kid and you're like, come on, man, you can't fucking, it's so hard to fucking root for you when you killed this kid. It, it's, it's just all so fucked up. It's so bad. I think it's a huge, like, character turn where he goes from, like, even in, in season two in Ronnie Lilly, where, like, Ronnie just beat the shit out of him. He's being coerced into doing it. And Lily is a fucking monster who also stabbed the shit out of him so many times that he can't, he's not even willing to like, like hold the idea in his head of killing a kid. Like it's yeah. unimaginable to him. It, it, even like a normal plan, fucking person. Yeah, even his plan was to go in there because he didn't want to kill the father of a kid. And right. he was like, oh, I'm going to get them out of here. And right, right. But uh, where in this season, he immediately, without like a moment's hesitation, was like, I will kill your son and I'll kill your grandson who's sitting right next to me playing video games. So fucked up. Um, and, and it really gets to a point. I remember early on, Bill Hader in an interview was like, oh, everybody tells me that, you know, they hate Fuchs, which I get. Fuchs is pretty hateable. And I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Uh, and he's like, people hate Sally, but like Sally's just ambitious. Um but none of them are ever like, oh, I hate Barry. And it's like, yeah, he murders people. Like, yeah, he's a murderer. Yeah, but it's a different kind of... It, there's a thing in entertainment um, where... Uh, oh, who, who was talking? Oh, oh, I think it was... Uh, uh, oh, what's his name? He, he was in Internals. Um, he's Indian from... Uh, oh, 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 oh. I know. He plays Kingo. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Kumal Nagiani? Yeah, 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 I think so. He was in Star um, Wars. Yeah, he he he's he, in one of his stand-up bits, he talks about uh Freddy versus Jason, where um there's a moment in Freddy versus Jason where uh Freddy's trying to kill two girls and one's white and one's black. 
And uh, he says some line about, he's like, oh, guess I'll be having dark meat tonight. And he's like, the audience went, oh, oh, Freddie. Like they were disappointed yeah. with him. And he's like, uh, like, oh, it's hard to root. You're like, oh yeah, uh, I, you could go and murder like a bunch of teenagers and children. But the moment you're racist, it's hard <laughs> to root for you. And it's this thing in entertainment or like, we've become so desensitized yeah, to the idea of like killing people crime is... that the idea of being like a shitty person like sally or fuchs where they're just like greedy and they're using people is way worse than the idea of barry who's like he's like this good guy at heart but he yeah, like he's murder people like, like he genuinely just murders people mostly for money and then later on just like for revenge yeah it's 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 this weird thing we have as people where we'll like be totally brush that off putting that wall up um and it's it's great and and my point i was getting at is um i i don't know for sure but it feels like they were like you're not allowed to do that anymore this season this season (laughs) they've decided nope if you still like Barry, that says something about you now. <laughs> Look, I'm still really rude. I, for no, the guy. I, I I want him to get better, but like I can't say that I like Barry anymore. Like he's a objectively awful man. Yeah, I don't know. I think I like Barry still. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I, I I could I could get past someone threatening to kill a child. He didn't kill a child. He hasn't crossed that line for me yet. <laughs> Oh, but at the, the very least, I wanted to definitely come. Yeah, yeah. They that really, very they easy really, thing we do. They um, really wanted to fucking push the limit of that. And it, it's funny. They used um, Sally getting like really um, critically acclaimed last season to do some fun like industry jokes that yeah, I'm well, sure I kill mean, way harder if you're in the industry. Yeah. But like, like I, I can't I can't imagine that these are things that didn't at least happen to somebody Bill Hader knows. Mm-hmm. Like showing up and being like, um my show was on the homepage, but uh now it's not. <laughs> it was on uh, the also, page for like you're two canceling hours. Us. Yeah, they, they had a whole joke about an algorithm telling them about that. Like, yeah, I right. really liked your show. I thought it was great and the focus groups thought it so but the algorithm decided it's not gonna work. And it's like, oh, okay, or or that great scene um, where Sally and her agent go into one of the executives at Banshee, played by the, I don't know the actress's name. It's um, the same lady from I Think You Should Leave, talking about um, oh, pig, yeah. pig fucks and pig fucks slop and muck into my face. Yeah, yeah. that lady, That's she's all got I big teeth. Yeah, I was going to say, all I could do is focus on her big teeth. She's hilarious, though. And I yeah, think you she's, really she's hilarious. Funny. And she's very funny in this, too. Um, where it, they're just, like, fucking grunting at it and making noises and faces to convey... <laughs> What they want Sally to bring to this show. Yeah, it's the most, it's like the most um, idea of going off vibes you could get. Right. To a ridiculous degree. To an absurd degree. I'm looking for, yeah, and you're looking for, "Mm." but I think (laughs) Sally Sally doesn't bring, hey, (laughs) I think she brings, yeah. To the point where they stop doing words. And, like, and they just I, do I think, faces. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> where she's like, yeah, she brings this and just does a face. She's just like a small mm. cheeky smile. 
And it's like, what the fuck are you talking so about? fucking ridiculous, man. Um, and like, I remember I was listening to an interview with uh, Bill Hader about that scene in particular. And he was like, yeah, originally uh, in the script, that scene was like way longer. And eventually Sally would start to like jump in and like contribute. But we figured less was more. So we kept it short and just had Sally sit there the entire time, just flabbering, just completely like, I have no fucking clue what's going on so um, fucking good. and they were like this is a good scene but like it, it something's not quite right to the point where they were like oh i know what it is and in the edit uh every time one of them would say the noise they would just take the sound bite from the other person and put it into their mouth so they're when they would go yeah it was the same yeah every yeah time. yeah yeah i clocked that it's it sounded it was like the audio version of uncanny Valley. Right. It, was up. <laughs> it was it's so funny it's a great yeah, it's, hilarious it's scene. so good like we talk a lot about the tension and there's so much of it but like this season's very funny i will say i mean this season is very funny but you don't feel that no. afterwards yeah after like, you finish watching real- it like we're really having to recollect how funny it is. Well, like, but when yeah. you watch the show, you don't feel that at all. Like I remember thinking, like after we did uh, Stranger Things, which was we. If you want to know our thoughts on that, we yeah, have listen to the it. episode. We really did not like, and that. we are really and, on the the uh, the opposite of the bell curve on that one. <laughs> yeah, everybody I'm loves that season. Fucking flabbergasted about. Um, but then also uh, with the Young Justice, which like we still liked, but like it was because good, of our disappointment with it, yeah. we were real nit- nit- nitpicky about and whatnot. I was like, oh man, I can't wait to feel finish Barry and just feel so joyful right. about it and, and everything. And, and it, that is not what you get not at how all. We, felt. It's, it's, we, we finished it, um, it and we kind of just sat up. There. like it physically yeah. fucked us up. Like we just kind of sat there, like because like, we were on a call, we weren't together. Yeah. Um, uh, and so we were both just sitting in our rooms, just like, hmm. yeah, like my chest felt both so hard. I had a knot in my stomach like the entire episode. Yeah, and it didn't my, go away after it ended. My like neck and shoulders, like right now I'm touching them. They they got like a good bit of give to them. They were rock solid after. It was. That. <laughs> It was, it was fucked up. I had to get up and just start pacing around. I went for room. a walk. Yeah, I left my house and went for a walk. It was fucked up. Um, I I really needed like I was like, man, I need to find something to like decleanse me from this comedy show. Yeah, like, yeah. Was, I shouldn't need to go out and find something to make me laugh and uplift me yeah, after no, I watched I, this comedy show. I had to go through. I watched some fucking Tim Robinson after right, that. Yeah. Um, I, I watched some Dropout on uh, that College Hammer uh, got going on. I'm a big fan of Brendan Lee Mulligan. Yeah. Uh, yeah it was, was, oh, speaking of that, um, so they got the show Game Changer that they do, and one yeah, of the like, right. running things was, the, I think they call the it noise noise one. Voice. Make some noise Yeah, now. they just spun it off into its own show, and that came out that night, so I watched uh, that. Okay, that's I'm nice. like, oh, this is so helpful for <laughs> me. <laughs> um, it reminds me uh, from that same interview uh, about the, the other scene. He was talking about, they'll do certain scenes. He was talking specifically about when they were in the the mom and son 
who are part of the the collection oh yeah there is like this whole like build up to them going after barry and like they have all these like struggle like oh i can't let you right do it. right do i'm it. not gonna let and, my son do it and, and the mom and just, she just shoots accidentally shoots she's got poor gut. trigger discipline she shoots him in the gut and then um, you drive away and you don't see him again uh, and i was listening to this interview and he was saying that like the actress who did it she's a friend of his she has a son about that age. He doesn't look too dissimilar from the actor. And the, like afterwards, she was genuinely kind of shaken up of like, because they had the squib on him. So mm-hmm. she saw her pull the trigger and then a little explosion come out of his chest and there was blood. And so she was like, yeah, it genuinely kind of fucked me up afterwards. And so they're all like, like um, comforting her after the scene. And the later's like, yeah, there's a thing we do, especially nowadays where we'll do something like that and then just turn to each other and go, comedy fuck it's it's so fucked up it's it's like some of the fucking darkest humor but also it's real fucking funny (laughs) there is maybe one of my favorite bits of this season um because it it shows me what a different show this is compared to any other show um they brought back Albert, who's the guy he saved in the corn guard, right? Yeah, and that brings up a lot of tension because he feels like another Barry, like how skilled and everything Barry right, is. Right, right. It's clearly like this he guy. Yeah, this guy is like he's just as good. He's he's another Barry, basically. Um, and like once he it, like immediately, connects, he's so confident. yeah he's so especially when you compare well, yeah, to the compared other compared to the cops you have the cop he's like this is the raven we've caught him don't we don't you can call if me anybody big comes dog. and says it's barry we'll completely ignore that uh, <laughs> but like he goes and he finally connects all the dots where like it has to be Barry and he like goes he goes to his desk he takes out his oh. gun, he cocks his gun like it's a very like dramatic moment out. at the end yeah. of the episode and the where ne- he storms out episode, grabs his gun cocks it yeah and the big next dog episode, is there the next episode opens up and any of his show would have just ignored that like you'd be like what the fuck and it would like the, the cops are just cool with right. that you and might like, not have even like clocked you you yeah. might have also just written it off and the, but this show like brings it <laughs> yeah the cops are just cool with that because like oh have we heard from albert and like yeah no not since he like he's, he's stormed out of here and stormed off in front of us which is fucking it's so funny fucking it absolutely destroyed, destroyed us it, and that's what's it, it destroyed us we were laughing so hard and then like a few minutes after that is when you get to hank in the dungeon and by the time we finished hank in the dungeon i was like Man, when was the last time there was a joke in this show? I was like, it just like yeah, a couple you, minutes you just ago. had a joke that destroyed us. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's so fucking good. And like before that, as like it might have been at like that part, I was talking to you. I'm like, man, I think I'm like, I really want to rewatch through this whole season again before we record this episode. But I don't think I can. No, I don't think I could. We said that prior to yeah, I legitimately think I don't have the strength to. If I did that and we recorded this, I would be. I'd have nothing to say. I'd be so sad and hollow. Yeah, you'd you'd be sitting there staring at the floor, just silently brooding. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I think the show's great, and then I just go silent. It's fucked uh, up. Speaking of fucked up scenes that like amidst the the wave after wave of gray morose themes, 
there's uh, Ryan Madison's dad who has this smaller, very small plot where after being told by Fuchs what's going on, he also starts to build up that he wants revenge for, from Barry. Um, and he finds Barry after he's been poisoned, just sitting on the curb next to a dumpster. And he's got him in his car and it's like, oh, like he's he's going to take him to a hospital. And then he pulls out a gun. It's like, oh, okay, he's going to kill him. Yeah, it's so fucked up. I think that scene could have really used in the show ending differently. Like how it did is very strong and everything. But during that scene uh, we were talking about, it, I'm like, oh, man, there's good people out right, there still. Right. It was like, like, I oh, can't kill you. Right. It's like, there's good people out there still. And that gives me hope. And then that scene or that sequence or whatever ends with Barry, like he comes back into lucidity and like they're dragging he's being him wheeled out. in, yeah, and yeah, by a gurney. into the hospital. And like Ryan's dad killed himself. You get a quick shot of yeah, just him sitting in the car, bullet hole in the side of the head, and you're like, holy fuck! And it's it's real powerful, but we could have used yeah, a bit of it's real powerful. Right but it's it's also just so disheartening. Yeah, we could have just used that. I, I, I could have loved of hope. some, yeah, a bit of hope where he's like, take just take him in. Yeah, but yeah. no, <laughs> the way he signaled the paramedics was by shooting himself in their parking lot. Fuck me. And, yeah. and like the <laughs> closest thing we could have, uh, we have to like a good person who thinks good is instead of like uh killing him he brings him to the police with uh moss's father right right we talk uh, we've talked about all the good acting in here and he's really he's like, amazing he shows up i've it. um he's i've seen really that actor good. before he's super intimidating he plays a an antagonist in i think it's the second season of the tv show heroes Mm-hmm. um where he's like a government official kind of thing real suit and tie kind of guy um and he brings a much different intimidating energy here that actor is amazing he's great yeah. and then they do a cool parallel thing uh to the beginning uh to the uh first season i think it was where um they do this thing where it's like oh he- I want you to act and react only using one sentence. Right. And they do that here where he keeps yelling at um, Gene Kusa now. He's like, do you love my daughter? And he just keeps saying that over and over. And then he'll switch to, do you love Barry Berkman? Why are you protecting Barry Berkman? And like, he's- The way he delivers the line, look at a man when he's talking to you. Incredible. It's so fucking intimidating and harsh. And like, that's you. We end off on this season. First of all, just after Albert goes and confronts Barry. And oh, and, because and Barry saved his life. powerful scene. Yeah. Because Barry saved his life during the war, that led to his daughter being born. And he couldn't like right. condemn Barry for it's, what he's done. It's a great bit of parallel between the scene where Barry's got Kusa now in the same position, dead to rights, on his knees, gun to his head. And he's like, you saved me. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this to you, basically. Mm-hmm. Where Albert does the same thing. He's got him dead to rights and he's going to kill him. But he's like, well, you saved my life. So yeah, this all stops now, Berkman. And, and, and that whale which, Barry Yeah, gives. during which Barry's just fucking destroyed. He's that sobbing. breakdown he has? Is, yeah. 
it's it's really hard to watch. It's hard to watch. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was gonna say. Which, which I was really sad because we've been watching things that have been pretty hard to watch <laughs> a good deal lately. Um, but yeah, it's it's fucked. It, yeah, it it genuinely makes you kind of sad when he just starts just wailing like like he's just scared for his life because that's all it is. Yeah, he's just scared for his life. It's so full of regret. He really hates the p- place he's in right, right. now. Right, and and it, it without a single word, it really conveys like he would be begging for his life, giving reasons he shouldn't die. But it's like he knows he doesn't have. Yeah, any. he knows he deserves it. So all he's got is a fucking wail from his soul and sobbing uncontrollably. And, then, um, and like, yeah, he's like. This ends. Um, yeah, but uh, it, it ends with that. Like this here ends now, and then immediately after immediately. that. Um, and like it's it's so hard how immediate it is because it's not something Barry's really choosing to do. No, yeah, that's he, that's he, one of the things. So uh, Moss calls him Mr. Moss. I right, Moss, the elder. Um, yeah, calls him and he's like, oh, we need to talk. He, like, clearly he knows right. what's going on. Come to my house. Barry calls Gene, who, like, Gene, like, he's talking about how he's gonna, he's gonna kill Moss. He's like, he knows I gotta do this. I have this gun. And Barry, in protecting Gene, right? Like, I'll, I'll, I have Put, to do this. You brought a fucking gun? You're an idiot. Get out yeah. of here. And so he takes it upon himself because Gene goes and I was like, he's going to destroy me. He's going to destroy everything I've built. Yeah. And that's like what's whole Barry's whole thing was the only way I can make this right is building you up. Like, right. It's it's this. And it's a great moment, too, because the whole season, there's much talk of how Gene Cousineau isn't actually that good of an actor. Like, in universe, like. Henry Winkler is an amazing actor. Yeah, Henry Winkler, great actor. Gene Cousineau, not not he, really. He's not like this is maybe the one instance of great. Right, that's what I, I was I and was getting to. And it's because of all the emotion he's actually holding in. Right, and and so Barry sneaks into into this house and he's he's gonna kill Moss, um, and you're like, oh Barry, come on, man, he. He just told you. This you was just supposed had. to end now. And as soon as he raises the gun up, you hear from the shadows. Yeah, drop the it, gun, Bergman. And it it sinks so hard because I, you know that Moss is a good person, right? And you know that Barry's trying to be better. And like the gun, you are, you kind of get the sense. Like I got the feeling, like oh, maybe the gun's like a sort of like a misnomer thing, trying to mislead you that he's going to go in there and talk to Moss right, and actually like talk no. this out and everything. And that would be the relief you get right. at the end of all this fucking tension where you're like, you just get relief where you're like, Barry's on a better path now. Right, but he's and, clearly not. And, and like he goes in there and he pulls the gun on him and you're like oh you fucked it you fucked it all and then like he turns around and you think you're like oh he fucked it because he's gonna kill him right now and it throws you a fucking curveball where the SWAT is there and like right it was a sting there was yeah there's like eight cops all around him with heavy powered weaponry ready to just kill him if he even moves his trigger finger um and and it's great because there's it's it's another parallel 
where Fuchs does the same thing. Fuchs goes to try to do his little uh, uh, revenge plot stuff. And it's a great character trait that really yeah, you see, foreshadows you see who this person is. What really foreshadows this twist where it's like, no, Moss, Jim Moss. He doesn't want he doesn't vengeance. play the game. He doesn't want vengeance, he wants justice. Right. He doesn't exist in this little like crime syndicates and and mob and and like revenge plots. He doesn't exist in that world. He he goes to the cops, he does what you're supposed to do. And he does that here, and it's amazing. It's so great, but it does like, like I it's, say, it, it's it, the it's the it's the best kind of twist. Where like as soon as it happens, you're like, I should have known. Yeah, this should have been obvious to me. But like, it's so good. But then again, it doesn't give you that release, and it's it it's hard. It's so hard to watch this show because it's so good. It's legitimately the most emotion provoking like piece of television i cannot think of a show i think is a better show like just all around uh like better made better enjoyed show than this show this might be the best and my favorite it's show definitely on television. up there yeah it's definitely at the top somewhere. it's definitely at the very least for me top five yeah Easily. oh very Easily. top three i'd say right and 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 it deserves it, like, and and that's for my favorite. I can't think of anything that's better, like just objectively. Yeah, I mean, objectively, not even time. objectively. It would be a matter of personal taste. Like, like I think Better Call Saul is probably right up there, depending on the scene or moment, better or whatever. Mm-hmm. But not all the time. <laughs> yeah, but this show, it, I can't think of any point the show has faltered, which is no. insane. I don't think there's a there's a, a bad choice or a, an off line delivery or, or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, it's so show. fucking tight and well made. I, I really think uh, Bill Hader has talked about taking the show for however long or whatever. But I really think it, you should have an ending in mind and bring that. Well, to that's it. the thing. He he spoke uh, pretty candidly that seasons one and two. They just took episode by episode. Mm-hmm. They didn't have anything planned out ahead of time. But when COVID delayed season three quite a bit, he said um, that him and one of the writers stopped and were like, all right, let's let's chart a course. Let's let's plan out seasons three and four. Yeah. Um, and so as far as, yeah, there's. Yeah, you go four, maybe five seasons and you have like all that out and you don't you say this is the end point this could be like just yeah hands down history books one of the best if not the best tv show ever thing on a screen ever it's so fucking sad that not more people are watching like Barry should be like one of the things that people talk about i saw a tweet the other day where it was like barry deserves the same kind of fandom that the Sopranos and Breaking Bad and stuff like that gets. And it's insane that it doesn't Mm -hmm. because it really does. Like those shows are great shows and some of the best shows, you know, ever put to the screen. Um, And and appropriately they have huge like fans, like people Mm -hmm. love those shows. And with Barry, it's like the people who watch it, love it. They're devout Barry heads. 
but not enough people are watching it to for it to really catch on and be this cultural pop cultural juggernaut that it deserves to be really yeah look and i will say maybe that's a good thing because that lets like there's not so much corporate influence right on it it lets uh, like bill Hader be the show basically and uh so it'd be great if the show does wrap up it does hit it and it's still even if it's still got where it's going then the fan base comes in right. afterwards and can really appreciate what it was it's the um, kind of thing that i wouldn't be surprised if in like five to ten years people are talking about it all the time and they think it's insane that it wasn't the most talked about show yeah exactly. when it was coming out they call that kind of stuff like a cult classic yeah. and cult classic implies more that it wasn't really appreciated during its time mm-hmm. which it is everybody love every it's critically yeah. acclaimed everybody who does watch and know barry loves the show so i wouldn't necessarily call it a cult classic yeah cult classic is more like even if it's not good like uh, one of the things i think about is like the star wars prequels where people were really against it and then nowadays people are coming around turning on right it being like oh no this should have really been appreciated right and even that's, then yeah that's not the best that's just the example that came no to yeah head. yeah but it that's sort of what i think where this isn't the case this is just more this is a really good show people love and it's a shame that more people don't love it exactly um and i, but, I think yeah. that'll end where we're <laughs> I think that, on, on the note that that just wraps up pretty nicely our, our thoughts <laughs> On Barry season um, three. Yeah, I'm look, so excited for season I'm four. So I'm so excited. Still for season I, four. I'm really hoping it's not a similar thing where we have to wait so long for it. Right. I, I can't um, imagine it would be unless yeah, but the something pandemic, could pandemic takes another nosedive. Yeah. Uh, which um, I, God forbid, knock on wood, all that superstitious. Yeah, God shit. forbid, uh, only so we don't get very delayed. That's <laughs> the biggest reason. Um, but look if you have anything to talk about Barry if for some reason you've listened to this and you've not seen an episode of Barry you just were like yeah this is a podcast please go watch it go watch Barry for the love of God go watch it one um it's amazing two it's so digestible and short yeah it's it's eight eight episodes episodes a season season at like 20 minutes a pop 20 to 30 minutes a pop it's so watchable please watch it if you haven't it's if if so anything good. of what we've said has been like, oh, that sounds okay, give it a try. I've heard. Give, I guarantee. Say, I guarantee. I think I said this the last yes. episode. I guarantee, if you're not in it by the second episode, then the show's not for you. Right. Because this show does such a good job at grabbing you so early on and so quickly and so hard that you, you're gonna know. Um. But yeah, if if somehow that's the case, rectify that. For, for, the, for all hey, that is good. If, if we are the ones who got you into Barry, let us know. We'd love to hear. I that. would genuinely love that. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you if you watch Barry on our, because that's how I found Barry. A YouTuber I watched made an offhand remark like, "Barry's good. Watch Barry." And I didn't have a show to watch at the time, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll watch Barry." Um. So it's it's great to to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah. So um yeah, if you want to let us know anything like that or or any thoughts you have on Barry in particular or anything really, you can do that at our email 
uh at you the atomic just want to chat yeah you just want to have a fun little chat you can do that at the atomic email at gmail.com tell us about your day we'll we'll listen um or perhaps one of our social media accounts uh like our twitter at atomic androids or instagram at atomic android 2020 or that's it <laughs> i can i couldn't remember our tiktok and i think we said we weren't gonna talk about it or whatever well, i think if yeah something about the next 30 episodes is something i don't know maybe i listen to what we said in the last one <laughs> um all right thanks for listening thanks we'll see you guys listening. next week bye bye <laughs> all right uh we're we talking the this episode thoroughly unpleasant right from the get-go. yeah maybe we should restart <laughs> yeah that's probably a good idea all right let's restart <laughs> Don't at least the end card will be easy <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers with Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.